Welcome to The Bull and the Bear, a money and markets podcast. We give you the advice you need to know to make investing safe and profitable. With The Bull and the Bear podcast, you'll get exclusive access to some of the top thinkers, analysts, advisors, and gurus in the investment business. And now for your hosts, Matt Clark and Charles Sizemore. Hello, everyone. I'm Matt Clark, research analyst with Money Markets here with your Bull and the Bear podcast. I do want to make sure you're checking out our website. That's moneyandmarkets.com. Every day, we provide you safe, sound, smart, simple, profitable investment information from chief investment strategist Adam O'Dell, Greens on Fortunes co-editor Charles Sizemore, myself, the rest of our team. We all work very hard every day to provide you that best information to bolster your portfolio. And when you check out the website, make sure you sign up for our free daily e-letter. You'll get all that information sent to your email inbox for free every single day. Also, I want to make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. We've got a lot of great things going on on YouTube. Just go to youtube.com and uh, type in money and markets. We'll see, you'll see that green bull and bear logo. Click that, make sure you subscribe and you can hit that notification bell and get notified every single time we post new content on the channel. Now I'm going to move on with today's podcast. You know, it's, it's not much of a secret. I, I love sports. I love watching sports. I love going to sporting events. I, this all kind of started in my early years as a journalist. This would have been, you know, 25, 26 years ago. I started writing about sports uh, from college football to high school softball to just about everything in between. And I really enjoyed it. And it really bolstered my love uh, for sports, even from back when I was a kid, when I actually played sports. And it was a bit of a bummer when sports were put on hold because of the COVID-19 pandemic. Everything shut down. It started with March Madness and everything was was locked down and, and it was kind of, you know, kind of depressing a little bit. So when September rolled around and, and that first kickoff of college football happened, I was really stoked. I was really excited. Um, I have my teams that I like to watch and uh, if I can sit down and watch them, uh, I will at every opportunity that I have. And I really wasn't the only one that was excited about that. I mean, a lot of millions of people around were excited to be able to turn on their TV and and finally watch a live sporting event. But there were other uh, people in the business world that were actually very excited about sports coming back to life. And that's because they focus on one thing, and that's sports betting. Now, in 2018, the U.S. Supreme Court struck down a law that banned the practice of sports betting. Basically, the law said that you can't uh, bet on sports uh, anywhere unless gambling is legal. So only in uh, Nevada and I think New Jersey could you actually bet on sports. Uh, but the Supreme Court said that the federal law was unconstitutional. And when they went a step further and said that it gave states the rights to legalize sports betting however they wanted to and if they chose to. So now it's kind of up to the, it's a state issue. And, and you know, betting on sports now is legal in more than two dozen states, and it continues to grow. There are several state legislatures that have bills in the works that would legalize sports betting, including here in my, in my home state of Florida. The question now is, is uh, for smart investors, is that is investing in companies that provide sports betting a worthwhile investment? So today I'm going to look at four of the biggest publicly traded sports betting companies and tell you whether they're worth the gamble of investing in. Now, betting on sports used to be confined to smoke-filled rooms in the back of Las Vegas casinos or just kind of what you do with your basketball pool amongst your friends, uh, kind of quiet hush-hush. Um, but now you can place a bet by walking into a casino uh, or, or even as simple as going onto your smartphone, which has become – or on a website. And that's become the predominant way for people to uh, make bets on sporting events. And you can bet on anything, anything from who will win a game, uh, the points scored, uh, the margin of victory, and even who will score the first points. It, become, it becomes even as minute as that. 
and just about everything in between. So there's a lot of ways out there to gamble. And, and this year, sports betting is projected to bring in about $2.5 billion in revenue here in the United States. That's expected to grow to around $8 billion by 2025. That is a massive amount of growth in revenue uh, in just about a four-year span. And there are publicly traded companies at the forefront of this best sports betting explosion. Today, the ones I want to focus on are Flutter Entertainment PLC. They trade over-the-counter under PDYPY. They are the parent company to the popular sports betting app FanDuel. Then you have DraftKings. Most people are well aware of DraftKings. Trades on the NASDAQ under DKNG. Penn National Gaming, they trade on the NASDAQ under P-E-N-N, and then you have MGM Resorts International. Now, this is not to be confused with MGM Films, which recently made uh, news uh, in terms of Amazon. This is actually the casino properties, uh, and they trade on the stock exchange, the New York Stock Exchange, under MGM. I'm gonna, I'm only going to look at sport at the sports gambling component, because you have to consider MGM also is in the casino business. So, uh, you know, there is a little bit of uh, additional uh, things to consider with MGM, but just looking at the sports betting component, the performance... Uh, of each of these stocks has been has been pretty correlated since uh, since the middle of 2019. I go back to about July of 2019 when DraftKings actually launched uh, an IPO. That way, it's a kind of a fair apples to apples comparison. All of them traded relatively flat until the COVID crash in March of 2020. Then they all took off, despite the fact that there was absolutely no sporting events going on at all. Um, you know, all four reached 52-week highs uh, in February and March of 2021. They've since paired some of those games, gains rather, uh, but they still remain at or near their highs from the start of from January of 2021. That's not when they made their highs, but they're still kind of uh, at that at a nice top level in terms of 2021 performance. Looking at their financial picture, DraftKings is projecting a 38% to 35% rise in total revenue in 2022 and 2023. Penn National, on the other hand, projects an average 10% revenue increase in each of 2022 and 23. Uh, MGM projects 34% total revenue increase in 2022. That's going to slow down significantly to just a 9% increase in 2023. Finally, Flutter Entertainment is expecting around 12% of total revenue increase in each of those of those next years. Overall, it's not bad. It's not great, but it's not bad. Then I turn to Chief Investment Strategist Adam O'Dell's six-factor green zone rating system, and the picture is kind of bleak for all four. It's not really good. Uh, we look at DraftKings as a high-risk stock. It's got an overall score of just three, and that's out of 100. It ranks low in all six factors, momentum, size, volatility, value, quality, and growth. It has very high price-to-sales ratios, which are about 22, 23 right now. The industry average is just eight. So it's much, much higher than the industry average. Its returns on assets, equity, and investment are all in the negative in a bad way. I mean, like triple-digit negative. And on top of that, its net and operating margins are all also negative by triple digits. We're bearish on Penn National. It ranks a 28 overall. It does rank in the green on momentum with a 62 and growth in, uh, with a 68. Its price-to ratios are much more in line with industry averages, and its return-ons and margins are much, much better than that of DraftKings. Then switching focus to MGM Resorts. Like DraftKings, it's considered high risk. It rates just a 15 overall. Its high mark comes a momentum where it scores an 84 on the metric, which isn't bad, but it's very low in all the other five metrics. 
its margins and return ons are all negative, uh, along with its sales and its EPS growth. Uh, finally, Flutter Entertainment, we're considered bearish on. Uh, it does score the highest of all four stocks. It scores a 30 overall. Uh, the metric it scores the highest on is volatility, where it scores a 74. Now, that means on our system that it, the higher the volatility score, the actual, the lower the relative volatility is. So you want a higher volatility score. That tells you that the stock is much less volatile uh, than, uh, than its predecessor, than its, than its comparisons. Its margins and return-ons are all positive, but not by much. Uh, its uh, price-to-sales ratio is in line with the industry average, but its price-to-cash flow is relatively high. It's about a 45, uh, and the industry average is about a 22. Um, now, all in all, all these stocks come with a great deal of risk. Uh, sports betting isn't legal in every state yet, so gambling on any of these sports betting stocks is betting on a broader sports betting legalization coming in the immediate future. And there's no telling that whether, if, or when that's actually going to happen. I'm not sure I'd be willing to take a risk on getting into any of these stocks at the moment. But while their stock prices are up, their fundamentals don't necessarily suggest those prices can be supported by their financial performance. But if you are suffering from a case of FOMO, and for those who don't know, that's fear of missing out, Flutter Entertainment might be your best bet. Recently, the company signed a deal with the Associated Press, which as many of you know is the international news agency, uh, to have fan dual betting lines incorporated into every story the AP does that applies to sports betting. Also, the AP will only link to FanDuel's homepage, not the line page, not the betting pages, but just the homepage, when mentioning betting lines and stories. So it's going to be kind of a nice draw to add traffic uh, to FanDuel's site. But again, you have to understand the risk that you're getting into to get into these type of plays. If you don't have FOMO, I would sit on the sidelines and wait for better financial performances from any one of these stocks. I think Flutter would be your best bet, um, but I, I, I'm just not there yet. But again, FOMO, Flutter. No FOMO probably sit away, stay away and stay on the sidelines. Now, uh, so that's kind of my take on sports betting stocks. Make sure you head over to our YouTube channel, uh, head over to youtube.com, uh, search Money and Markets, click on that green bull and bear logo and subscribe. Uh, then you can hit the notification bell and get notified every time we post a new video. We've got new video series coming out. We've got new video series coming out all the time. We've got Ask Adam Anything. That's where you, where I sit down with uh, our chief investment strategist, Adam O'Dell, and ask him just about any question you pose via email or on YouTube. Uh, Charles Sizemore has a new video series called Investing with Charles. He gives you his take on different stocks and whether they're good investments for you. Uh, we also, of course, have the Bull and the Bear podcast. It's uh, our weekend podcast is on video and the Marijuana Market Update. Uh, and all that is on our YouTube channel. So make sure you check that out. Also, leave us a review or comment on YouTube or your favorite podcast syndicator. We love all the feedback that we get. If you do have a question on a particular stock or maybe a sector you'd like us to take a look at, email us at the bull and the bear. That's all spelled out, the bull and the bear at moneymarkets.com. We love to do that as well. Also, head over to moneymarkets.com, sign up for that free daily e-letter. In it, we give you safe, sound, smart, simple, profitable investment information for your portfolio. Coming up later this week, I'm going to sit down with Adam O'Dell. We're going to talk about a, a, a big news item going on in, uh, in the stock market today and get, uh, get our takes on that. So you want to stay tuned for that. And until then, this is Money Markets Research Analyst Matt Clark, host of The Bull and the Bear and the Marijuana Market Update, wishing you all safe trading. You've been listening to The Bull and the Bear, a Money and Markets podcast. Tune in each week to hear insights on how to make investing safe and profitable for you. 